all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another free agent frenzy edition here at the Houdat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. As always, I am Andrew Galata, and this is going to be a bonus episode to today's Friday episode. It'll probably go out maybe Saturday even, but we're just going to cover one thing here. The Saints just signed Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, two years, $60 million. What a great deal this was for the Saints, as... He's going to be the number two to Michael Thomas, the missing piece to this offense, I think. And I said last year, Jared Cook's a missing piece. Um, He kind of was, kind of wasn't. This is the missing piece. Let's go through the Saints offense. I mean, first of all, Emmanuel Sanders can play. He's a a veteran-type player for a two-year deal. I think that was a perfect length. He's had three 1,000-plus yard seasons last year between two teams. And he, he was very, very good with the Niners when he was with the Broncos, just a lot of quarterback movement and stuff before they got Drew Locke really as their solidified as their quarterback. So didn't have the best first half of the season with the Broncos, got traded to the Niners, had a great season with them. He had 66 catches, uh, 869 yards, and five touchdowns. Really good season for him from the slot there with the 49ers and the Broncos. And with the 49ers, he was especially good. He really helped that uh, receiving core out a lot with Debo Samuels and stuff. I mean, in 10 games, he had 500 yards and 36 catches for the 49ers. So that's definitely very, very good. Um, And really, I mean, one of those games was like his first game. And that's just getting into a system. I mean, getting into a system and you're already putting up those numbers. I mean, that's very, very good. I mean... I mean, but still, he's going to be a a great option for the Saints. I mean, right now, I mean, I compare what he's going to be able to do for the Saints, what he did for the Broncos back when they had Peyton Manning and they had Demarius Thomas at his best. He's going to be a number two to Michael Thomas. It's going to give him a ton of opportunities, and we're going to get to talking about this next week even more. But this offense right now, it's a juggernaut beyond juggernauts right now. It it just got 10 times better, and they're probably going to get a receiver in the draft. So now you're going to have three really, and as I was saying before, the free agency period. You get Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, you're going to get another draft pick. Traquan Smith is your fourth receiver. He was your second receiver last year. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. And that's why I think this was such a big signing. I mean, three 1,000-yard season now, he's over 30. But I don't, again, I think receivers, especially slot receivers, I think he'll be fine. And he gets open in that 20-yard range, as we were talking about, 20 to 30-yard range, when guys like, like Robbie Anderson... 50 yards it takes him, but this is only a 20-yard radius. He's going to get open more, and this is a perfect uh, acquisition for the Saints. He can play in the slot. He can play on the outside. Michael Thomas could do both, too, and they are really and they just act very nicely together. Thomas is more the physical guy who's going to get open um, with really good route running. He's going to take the ball um, just over guys and stuff like that. I mean, when, you're, when you have Sanders, more of like a really nice shifty route runner, and he's got the speed. It's, it's, it's going to be a really nice, really nice addition for the Saints. I mean, you look at those three straight seasons of a thousand yard seasons with the with the the Broncos. I'm sorry, Peyton Manning was a quarterback of that team, and I think that that's when he really had his biggest season. So, and then that quarterback play dropped, and his play dropped. Then last year, you had the quarterback play goes up. I mean, definitely goes up with with Jimmy Garoppolo, and with a ton of options there, he still gets a ton of production there in ten games. Put him out with Drew Brees as now your number two option. It's going to be really nice and. Again, he had a great, great three-year stretch with the Broncos. He had two Pro Bowl appearances. Really, really nice. I, I, I think you could see that come back 
with the Saints. And and I'm not overstating this. Maybe I am just off of the emotion of the fact that the Saints finally got a number two receiver to go with Michael Thomas. But again, this was just an amazing acquisition. And I, I think you could pencil him in there for like 71. If he has 71 catches, 868 yards, four or five touchdowns, that's a great season. And he did that in 12 games in 2018. So, I mean, he's going to be right around that 900 to 1,000-yard season, and there's no reason why the Saints can't have two 1,000-yard receivers now. I think this is just a huge addition for the Saints because now you're really running with four really nice options, four Pro Bowl options for the Saints. You have Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Jared Cook, and now Emmanuel Sanders. That's a lot of options now for Drew Brees. And, I mean, unless any of these guys get hurt, this is all barring injury, you're thinking that these guys are really... Um, this is going to be tough to stop if you're, I mean, who do you stop? Because you're not going to be able to, if you double tell you Michael Thomas, then you're leaving Emmanuel Sanders one-on-one. You're also leaving Alan Kamara one-on-one, and you're also leaving Jared Cook one-on-one. Because really what it was last year, they were double-teaming, when teams were having success, they were double-teaming Michael Thomas and leaving Kamara one-on-one, and when Kamara wasn't at his best, he wasn't winning those one-on-one matchups as much. Now with Kamara at the 100% mark, Thomas at the 100% mark, then you have Sanders at the 100% mark, and you have Jared Cook on top of that. The Saints will probably add a receiver in the draft on top of that, and he will have no pressure because the Saints don't like need a receiver now. Press- pressingly, you're not going to put under a spotlight like it would have happened. This was just a perfect addition for the Saints, and two-year $60 million was perfect as well. Definitely not a big investment to a player, and those stats are there. He had over 100 catches at one season. He had over 70, ca- over 65 catches the last two seasons. He only had one season since 2013 where he went under 65 catches. So that's, I mean, the consistency is there. He played, I mean, 15 plus games. I, I believe like five out of the last seven years, six out of the last seven years. He he's there, and it, it's very very good. It's good to see what he's able to do here, and he's going to be a really nice addition for the Saints. And I, I could see him going back into that production when he was with Peyton Manning. I could definitely see that. And then because they had Demarius Thomas, who was their clear number one, but he was their number two solidified in there. I could see that same thing happening with the Saints. Maybe not 1,400 yards, but I, I could see a 1,000-yard season from him for sure. I could see something 70 catches, 1,000 yards, and like five touchdowns. I can see that for sure. And But what do you guys think about this? I am extremely happy, as you guys can hear. Again, just really, really great signing. We're going to take a quick break and come right back and talk more about this. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion, and we're going to talk more about Emmanuel Sanders and what this means for the Saints offense, this Saints free agency. We're really going to just talk about it here. I mean, this is a really nice free agent period. I don't know if they're done, and we're going to have to see... But it's going to be interesting to see if the Saints do go out and get a linebacker because then you can do anything at the 24th pick, which would just be another reason where you're just like, let's go. Because you're looking at the Saints team and quarterback you got, running backs you got, receivers you got now, and you're hoping you can add even more. But right now, this is a pretty solid group. I would love to add one more guy. I would love to add a draft pick right here with this team. I think you're really solid then, and I'm very, very happy with the group. You're set at tight end. Your offensive line is now set. And now your defensive line, I would like to add one more piece maybe in the draft, but if you not, if you don't, you don't. Your linebackers, and you're a linebacker. And I would like to add another slot corner. If that's P.J. Williams, I think P.J. Williams still fits with this team coming back, but we'll kind of see what happens. But I really like what the Saints team has done. I think they upgraded a lot of positions this offseason. First of all, I mean, they really made, I mean, obviously they've made, I think, six moves. What was it really overall? But 
the, the main things was you get Drew Brees, so you stay so you stay steady at quarterback. You upgrade in the, in the biggest position possible, which is Emmanuel Sanders at receiver. This is just so big, it's so so big. Because now you won't, and they also have Taysom Hill on top of that. I mean, you won't you won't even see be Taysom Hill taking those passes where I mean you won't you don't need to see that because you have all these weapons, and that's so nice to see. It's so nice to see this, and I'm so happy the Saints were doing it. And I was actually losing faith that they were actually going to do it, so they end up doing it, and just in a really a really really nice move and. You gotta applaud the the front office on this one. Just really, really nice job for them. Then you, st- I mean, you kind of you stay the same at guard. You're hoping it's an upgrade over last year's Andrews Pete. I think it will be because I think e- even if you get last year's Andrews Pete, that's the worst Andrews Pete you're gonna get. So it won't be worse there. Um, you'll at least be the same or better. Then David Onyemata, that's at least a steady one. Maybe he keeps on getting better, adding depth there. And then your secondary got better as well, in my opinion. He add a lot more. Um, a veteran presence and it added some more versatility in there. I, I I think Malcolm Jenkins is a better player than Von Bell, just my opinion. So I think the Saints got better on two sets, two groups of the team. I think they still need to add to that linebacking group. I, I really do, and we'll, we'll see what happens, and we'll see if they can do that in free agency. I, I really uh, Nigel Bradham's still out there, so I'd like to see him get picked up, but we'll kind of see what happens there. And then you're looking at, I would love to add just a veteran presence there at the D-line. You could just get someone pretty cheap, but we'll kind of see what happens there. We'll see how the cap looks like, because right now, I mean, the Saints are probably going to be around, I, I, I heard they were at $13 million after um after Jenkins, so now they have Pete and now Sanders. So you're thinking you're going to be around like $5 million right now? Maybe you add somebody to that, maybe you get one more player. They Now the Saints could very well be done here. But I think if you add one more player, that could be really, really big for the Saints there. But again, it's gonna. I mean, this was just a huge, huge, huge signing. You look at the stats that they're there. I mean, you're looking at since he's been on the Broncos. He obviously started with Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh, I think he was the third receiver on that team. But even if he puts up like a 2013 season when he had 67 catches, 750, and six touchdowns, like that's a great season. Um, but then he just went off for three years with the Broncos. And then the Broncos lost Peyton. So in 2017, he had a tough year, only played 12 games. And then he only had, I mean, 47 catches, 552, 555 yards, excuse me there. And in 2018, only played 12 games, but he kind of bounced back, 71 receptions, 870 yards, and four touchdowns. So, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, you kind of, that would have been a thousand yard season if he played all 16 games. And then last year, he ends up with 870 yards and five touchdowns. But he was also on a, um, a new team halfway through the year. It's very tough to get a lot of. I mean, he did really, really well, good for the 49ers, really, especially in the playoffs, too. I mean, I'll, I'll try to get his um, his playoff game numbers here from last year, because, I mean, I thought he was outstanding. First of all, he's outstanding against the Saints in that game. I think he went, like, seven seven catches, 157 yards, and a touchdown, and he had, like, one of the, I think he had the, the game the game winning touchdown. He was outstanding in that game, so that was obviously uh, very, very good for him, or one of the game winning plays, or maybe game tying touchdown. He had just a very, very uh, good game, but let's just try. Here we go, 2000. Um, t- 2019 here. Th- this is what he did. He, I mean, he had, in the Super Bowl he had three catches, 40 yards, and five targets. I mean, that game against Green Bay, they didn't even throw the ball at all, so he only got one target in that one. And they had two catches, 40, so maybe not as much as I thought. But again, he still to me is a really, really nice, just a very, very good thing to just put it in there, and he could have some big games. Back in 2015, when he played, when they went all the way to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl, um, with the Broncos, he was very, very good. I mean, 885, 8, 5, 62, and then 6, and 83 there. So I, I do think he's a very, very good player. And the Saints are going to really, I mean, those 
Number one, I don't think Michael Thomas will get doubled as much, especially in the red zone. It's going to help. It's going to help everywhere. It's just really, really good. And the Saints, low-key, they spent a lot of money this free agency. And people are going to say they were not so active. They brought back all their guys, or most of their guys. I mean, to me, they, they brought back the guys they wanted to bring back, and then they added on top of that. That's right where you where you want to be. So, yes, I think the Saints do need a linebacker. So I think you either get a linebacker in the draft. I would love to see them get a linebacker in free agency so you don't have to, or at least you don't feel obligated to get it in the draft if things don't fall your way. But that will be yet to be seen. And then also I would like to see like a veteran defensive lineman if we're really getting picky about it. But that wouldn't be the end of the world because you can get that in the draft as well. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at the Dis. Personally on Twitter, I'm at Andrew Galata. And then on Instagram, the podcast is at Discussion. So that is there as well. And then wherever you listen to your podcast, we are on there as well. That means Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that fun stuff. We are on there. We'll be back at you probably later in the week unless anything drops like this news. We just had to go on here and do it. So this will be out. I mean, right now it's 12 a.m., um, Eastern time, but we're going to try to get it out as quick as possible. I know it's kind of late here. We're just getting this news out. We got to get it, got to get it done here. There's some late news here on Friday night of the Houdat discussion. And we're, we're working around the clock for you guys. If any deal happens, we'll jump right on to do a podcast. So that's all great stuff. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back and Houdat.